Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Top Heel Incorporated. The number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one four zero five six two. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to the dual Hall of Famers, King Ice. Yes, that's JD the Ice Man and King of King NWO GTS. Yes, how are you doing? I am doing good, despite the snow and the rain, how it's supposed to be like this all weekend, but nonetheless, how it's been a pretty action-packed day, as you would expect. Right on, right on. Yes. Um, did you want to do a little bit of news tidbits? Or... Yes. yes, we got some news tidbits. And... We can start that off, and then yes. we can figure out what we're doing next on the fly. Yes, that works. Of course, uh, as we talked about right before tonight, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, in case you have been under a rock lately, however, earlier today it was announced, however, who are our friends at 411 Mania, and uh, we want to thank them for this uh, updated news, however, that next year's Royal Rumble has already been set. Yes, folks, the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, about five hours away from my hometown, will be hosting a very special four-night extravaganza. It all starts, however, with NXT TakeOver on January 27th, the Wells Fargo Arena, the home of the Flyers and the Sixers, followed by the following night with the Royal Rumble, Monday Night Raw, the 29th, and then SmackDown wraps up the week, however, on January 30th. So Philadelphia is going to be the place to be, however, next January. I mean, they were trying to go and bid for WrestleMania, however, mind you, however, for until New Orleans got it, however, but there was also talk they wanted to put their bid in for WrestleMania 35, but now it looks like that might not be the case whatsoever. Meanwhile, wedding battles were good for the Total Divas mid-season finale last night, which saw the wedding of Rusev and Lana on the beach. It brought in a 0.31 rating, the 18-49 demographic, and 696 thousand viewers. Those numbers are up 11 and 20 percent from last week's 0.28 demo rating and 580,000 viewers. They represent the best for the show since its debut in the 10 p.m. time slot back in January, however, earlier this month, which brought in a 0.37 and 734,000 viewers. 
It ranked number 32 among cable originals for the Night Tower per show Buzz Daily. Also, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, there has been talk, however, that they have a pretty good idea what they want to do as far as WrestleMania, too. According to reports, however, some of the news, however, that leaked out earlier today have listed the following matches that could actually indeed happen, however, coming up this year at WrestleMania. They include the following, however, if I can just find it. I just saw it right before we got on the air here, so bear with me, guys. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I'll tell you in a second here, but uh, we do have some news about Darren Young, and it is not good news, however, mind you. We'll tell you about that in just a second. This is from our friend Larry Zonka, however, mind you, as he has already told us, this is the rumor card possibly for WrestleMania going on right now. Goldberg versus Lesnar, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, Triple H versus Seth Rollins, which we kind of knew was going to be the writing on the wall, especially after what happened last Monday night. Your boys, the Bromance Brothers, could be finally teasing their feud with each other after this week, maybe. There's talk Jericho and KO might be going at one-on-one with each other. Bray Wyatt to take on Randy Orton. Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal. And in a fatal four-way, it could be Charlotte versus Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. The Wrestling Observer also has noted that the Fastlane Elimination Chamber pay-per-view will fill in the blanks for town like Cena, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, who could return this Sunday at the Rumble, maybe, Dean Ambrose, and Braun Strowman. Early reports are saying the SmackDown woman may have a multi-person title match, and also AJ Styles could be taking on Shane O'Mac, maybe, possibly this year at WrestleMania. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty good card, however. Now, meanwhile, however, according also to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, newsletter, not so much good news from Mr. No Days Off, Darren Young, however, who is going to be taking quite a bit of time off and then some. After injuring his elbow, in which he hyperextended, dislocated, and broke it during the apron bump, however, in the main event tapings, however, two weeks ago about how reports are now saying Young could miss up to six months, if not more, due to the injury. No word when surgery will be performed, though. And finally, let's see if we have any other news to report, however. um, Let's see. uh, Early odds, however, for the Universal title match at the Royal Rumble, however, they're saying right now, at this point, I believe the odds are going to be that Roman is the favorite, however, at 6-4. to four. It's also worth knowing that while the odds are still close with Owens sitting at 11-10, to 10, and that even if Reigns does win, it doesn't mean a title change. The odds does not distinguish between a title-changing victory or a count-out DQ win. So, very interesting uh, odds going on right there. i got a couple of uh, things to update. Sure, go ahead. Kenny Omega will not be in the Rumble. Yeah, I heard that earlier this, a couple hours ago. I signed that thought... con to uh, New Japan because, uh, well, here's well the same thing. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Kenny Omega has decided to stay with New Japan Pro Wrestling. His contract was set, uh, set to expire this month after a highly regarded match at Wrestle Kingdom 11. He was Mom on his future plans. There was minor speculation about him coming to WWE to calculate on the buzz generated earlier in January and had both forth the idea him repeating what AJ Styles had done last year by de- by debuting as a surprise Royal Rumble, but this is not going to happen. On a crucial move for 
New Japan Pro Wrestling with their plans for expanding into Europe, United States. They have a pair of live shows scheduled for July in Los Angeles. Omega is the key part of the imminent and long-term future. Hmm. I also have news on the Road Dog. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, regarding news of Ryan Ward replacing Road Dog Jesse James as the head writer of WWE SmackDown, James actually received a corporate promotion over Ward, according to the wrestling newsletter. This is where we're getting all our facts tonight. The official title may be head consultant, but there's, it's not confirmed. Ward and James are still sharing the job of pitching SmackDown creative to Vince McMahon, who then rewrites the script as he wants. James is also the one who reads the scripts of the producers at the production meetings and has been doing that job for some time now. Uh, while James got a promotion and is technically above Ward, Ward is still tied, titled the leader writer for SmackDown. James and Ward have been co-writing for the show since it started receiving praise several months back. The former DX member is said to be Triple H's in E-M-I-S-S-A-R-Y hmm. on SmackDown and is one of the major backstage power bookers going forward, especially when Triple H takes over. Hmm. No surprise there. No. I did hear, however, through a friend of mine tell me today, he heard that Angle is going to go on with his performance in Scotland this weekend, I guess, and then maybe take the Red Eye back Sunday night, I would think, into Monday morning, and then maybe show up on Raw possibly this Monday, too. He might not be at the Rumble Sunday, but he might be at Raw this Monday, though. That might be a swerve, though, too. That's true. That's true. I can't see him, though, uh, saying he'll be there and not be there, so... We'll have to wait and see um, on yep. that. Now, all the surprises are getting took away, like Kenny Omega and Kurt Angle, so yeah. it's really going to be surprising, the yeah. the entries they get in the Rumble. Yep. But again, they could throw us a bone and surprise us like the Samoa Joe and everything like that. They could keep that on the low down. And as far as Hunter goes, I mean, we don't know what position either. If he does enter the Rumble, what spot he'll go in. I mean, there are still seven or eight spots available, though. I mean, they're up to 22 now. What are they going to do with Seth, though, this Rumble? I bet Seth gets in there somehow. He'll probably find a way to beat up Hunter and uh, steal his thing from him, I would say, however, maybe. I mean, that could really start the... uh, tension between uh, him and Rollins, maybe. Yeah, that would... Uh, you got to do something, like, because Rollins is a, a top uh, superstar, so yeah. I don't know what they're planning, but they better plan it quick. Well, you think about it, I mean, two weeks from uh, Sunday, you got the Elimination Chamber, which is the SmackDown brand, and then, of course, the next time Raw does any paper, which is going to be their first big one of the year, obviously, is going to be uh, in March with Fastlane. March Fastlane is WWE Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Fastlane gets uh yeah Fastlane is going to be Raw's turn this year that hosted yeah. 
going to be think, weird, though, having a pay-per-view right before WrestleMania because they usually don't have one. That's what I'm saying. I've said the last couple nights, too, and I've been saying that for a while now. Yeah, they usually just take, after February, they take off that uh, whatever time of February. They usually take that six-week window to start building up the card for Mania. Now you're going to do it this year. It's going to be a little unusual. I mean, right now you got, um, hold on, I just saw it. I'll tell you in a second. I mean, like it, yeah, it's going to be on, where is it? Uh, right now, supposedly, yeah, here it is. March 5th, 2017, however, in uh, the Bradley Center, believe it or not. So you're going to do the uh, Elimination Chamber in Phoenix, and then the, like, uh, which is February 12th, and then right after that, three weeks later, you're going to go right into Fastlane in Milwaukee, because I think the next night they're in Chicago. So, yeah, you won't yeah. have much. So it's going to be a crazy month. I mean, you're going to be on the road a lot. I mean... You go on, like I said, this week, you do the Texas Swing this week. You go out to the Pacific Northwest again to start out the first week of February next week, like in Portland, Seattle. Then you shoot down to Phoenix, Vegas, and then you go to Anaheim on Valentine's Day. Then you stay in California an extra week. You go to do TV in L.A. and uh, just outside of L.A., not San Diego. What's on Valentine's Day? Raw? SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown Live will be at the Pond this year. Raw will be in Vegas the night before because they do Phoenix, Vegas, Monday the 13th, and the 14th they go to Anaheim. Then the 20th they hit L.A. The 21st they go to Ontario, California, which is a half hour outside of L.A. And then they close out February for the go-home show before Fastlane in Green Bay and then Minneapolis. And then they go to Milwaukee and Chicago. And then I think they do TV in Detroit. Yeah, they do TV in Detroit the 13th of March or the 12th because SmackDown will be here in Pittsburgh either the 13th or the 14th. And then I think they do a couple more TV shows. I think they do four more dates before WrestleMania. I think their last TV taping before Mania will be that Monday night before WrestleMania, which is probably going to be three weeks, probably the 26th or the 27th, either in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center again or in Philadelphia for the first time in 2017. So they're going to be uh, touring quite a bit over the next couple months, believe me. They're going to be very, very busy with the touring schedule. Yeah, it seems like a. I wonder, like a lot of people don't want to sign with WWE because of their hectic road schedule. Yeah, but you know what? How it comes with the territory, you gotta suck it up somehow. Yeah, you want to be a big star? Well, you're gonna have to do some stuff maybe you don't want to do, right? Well, speaking of Texas, however, we're gonna be very active this Saturday night as uh, Tom Phillips and Corey Graves. However, have nothing on us, however, because we'll be doing our version of the takeover, however, in our own way. Well, I hope I'm Corey Graves. <laughs> yes. You're Mr. Graves. I'm Mr. Phillips. All right. And believe me, folks, fasten your seatbelt, however, because uh, we are going to tell you what we think of the takeover show, however. And uh, already we've got five matches listed, and, of course, the big match that everyone keeps talking about and could be a show-stealing match. And I think it's going to be a great match, obviously. It's going to be Nakamura versus uh, Bobby Roode for the NXT title. Oh, yeah. Glorious himself. Yes, and they'll definitely be singing Glorious in the Freeman Coliseum. That is for dang sure. Plus, you got a fatal four-way with the women. I mean, Oscar, Billy Kay, Peyton, and uh, Nikki Cross. I mean, you got... Uh, a good tag team match with DIY versus uh, the Authors of Pain, which I think the Authors of Pain are just going to show no mercy on them, to say the least. I think the Authors of Pain... Oh, DIY's, DIY should just 
get out of this match right now. Well, I mean, they what, got. What, what but, comes after that, though? Like, what team's going to beat them? You don't really have a another strong team to beat them. No, you don't. And and if you and if you put, I mean, you could do. I mean, maybe team these guys together right now for the time being. You could do, maybe Cian Almas and No Way Jose. Uh, I don't know if you're going to put Ty. What's that? Uh, Almas is a heel and Jose is a face. Yeah, but you're going to have to do something here unless you do Almas, yeah. Almas, and uh, possibly maybe uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that, that's a good question because, I mean, TM61, after what happened to them a couple of weeks ago, the tapings, that screwed everyone up because, I mean, the original plan was to have TM61 in that spot and not uh, DIY. Now, DIY is being, like, led to the gallows and uh, basically to the guillotine. It's going to be a long and painful, painful night. And what do you do with the revival, too? Like, they're, they're shit out of luck right now because they're moving on with like the authors of pain and so you know do you call them up or I, would. I think so yeah I would call them now I mean they, they've earned their stripes in the last year I think you're going to keep DIY down there a little longer I think right now the rival need, I mean could be the next big team I mean if they want to replace the team on uh, uh, one of both shows how I mean the one team they could really uh, bump out and maybe send down to NXT and do some work down there obviously it could be like the VOD villains the VOD villains have not caught on at all Compared to what they I'd were, say bring them up to SmackDown. Yeah, so uh, American Alpha. Yeah, I th- well, they've had history. We've seen them the last couple of years have some great matches with each other. I could see their feud reunited in SmackDown. That would be fun. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. Um, like I said, I think you have to send maybe Breeze and uh, maybe uh, Fandango back down there or do something else with them. Because I mean, SmackDown. I mean, all you got is the New Day. Gallows and Anderson, and of course, uh, being Raw. On, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Sheamus and Star. Those are the, yeah on Raw. You you don't got much in the tag division on Raw, so you could do something there. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. You know. Well, I don't want the revival to come to Raw because then they'll have to challenge my boys. Well, mm-hmm. they'll probably be heels. So, but uh, I want the the club to win on Sunday. I think they're going to. I mean, I mean, the question is, who are you gonna hire? Who? Who, who are you going to have as the referees? That's the question. You're going to have two referees in this match now. Yeah, yeah, but it sucks it's on the pre-show, though. It should be on the main card, but... Well, I think if, they can, if the one match they ought to take, kind of bump out, I mean, not to sound... I mean, if, I mean, we all have been Cruiserweight fans, obviously, but it just seems like the Cruiserweight division is just not catching fires it's supposed to should it's supposed to be. I mean I'm gonna say And it's range, sad. And it's sad. It is, you're right. So if you're gonna if you wanna do something smart here in this case, I hate to say this, just switch it up a little. Put Neville and Swan in the freaking pre show, go back to putting the tag match in the regular show and get more people to watch that way. But no Or you they, could bump uh uh, one of the women's matches. Cause yeah, you got three, three women's matches here. You you got three women's matches. You're gonna have to at least bump one of the three. I mean, you might have to bump. Oh yeah, you said uh, Naya and uh, Sasha were supposed to fight. Yeah, the maybe, yeah, so. they're on the pre-show too. So you're gonna oh. have to bump. Like I said, you could bump one of the women's matches, or you could bump the cruiserweight match to the pre out of the pre-show altogether and put them back on the main show. You know, like I said, because like I said, it's just. I don't know, like you said, I mean, there's so much talent in that division with guys like Dar and Nice and Gulak and Neville and Swan and Alexander and they're just and uh, Davari. They're just not getting the reception they're supposed to be getting. Like you said, I mean, it's just 
it's been uh, just really sad to watch because, I mean, they thought after the Cruiserweight Classic last year, oh, this is going to be exciting. This is going to give us at least another spark to be uh, back in the uh, good graces with our fans. And it worked for a while, but now in the last couple month month or so, couple weeks, month or so, it's gone completely downhill. So, I don't know. But they're adding, so, like, uh, they're going to add uh, some people, like, Austin Aries and some people to that, so. Yeah, when's he? I don't know why people aren't watching it. Yeah, and he he's due back soon. I mean, I don't know why they have not had him back yet. I mean, I, I just, I mean, unless, I mean, unless they're waiting for, like, Swan, I mean, or, like, Neville, they're waiting for the right time, I mean, right? I mean, if they were smart, however, just say right now, however, team him up with, if they want to do a tag team, put him and Neville together as the angry guys, however, that never got the respect they deserved. I mean, Aries hasn't done anything since uh, Nakamura took him out with that injury back in December. Maybe he's still nursing an injury, maybe, or something. It's possible he might have had a setback. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, but there's some guys right now that are just, uh, well, kind of, uh, fluffing off and just not giving proper pushes to, you know. I mean, for a while they were getting a big push, however, I mean, take for instance, and I'm not saying this guy's serving of a push, but one guy, like I said, who really hasn't got his uh, fair shake is guys like, I would say, like a guy like a Bo Dallas or Curtis Axel. I mean, for a while there was talk that they wanted to do something with them, and all of a sudden they just said, nope, we're going to crap all over you, you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing, but see, when you go from NXT and you go like Bo Dallas and Neville, they were both NXT champions. That's usually the indication that you're going to be something big, but it kind of fizzed out with Bo Dallas. And while well, Neville, he's coming back in the Cruiserweight, so, but, uh, like, yeah. you know, like Seth Rollins won the first NXT champion, and then uh, Finn Balor, and then Samoa Joe. And so that's indication that you're going to jump. Something bigger, but then. Well, then let me. Let, let up, you bring up a good point. Let me. Let me ask you this, though. You just talked. Like I said, how? Let me just ask you this, though. You talk about all those great NXT names we've seen over the years come up. Right now, I mean, which ones would you say have really just? I mean, your eyes, however, have been impressing you, and ones that could be impressing you that have not really caught fire, however. You know. Um, I'd have to say Rusev. Uh, he caught fire, like, well, not right away, but then he, he, uh, caught fire. He was in NXT. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, Bo Dallas, of course, uh, he was pretty good in NXT. And then I, I still say, especially now that, uh, Randy Orton's not going to be with, uh, the Wyatt's. Grow my beard. Maybe that's why he's off TV. I don't know. Grow mm-hmm. my beard. Yeah. And then come back as Bo Wyatt or something and join right. his brother. Uh, do a dark thing like, uh, yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Like, well, Bray Wyatt was Husky Harris in NXT and he come up and uh, he sucked as, well, he didn't really suck. His character was not that good as Husky Harris. He went yeah. back, grew a beard, and come back as a dark. So it's like Robert De Niro from Cape Fear. Yeah, so you could do that with Bo. Um, Mm -hmm. Bo my beard, but I don't really know if they want to say that he's the brother of, well, everybody knows anyways. So it's kind of 
we're not hiding nothing, but uh, right. I would grow him a beard and give him a dark persona. They they're kind of they were gonna giving him that anger uh, persona there for a while when he turned on Curtis Axel there. Yeah, and and nothing. He he was gone. So, but like, like I said, you have all these guys on the roster, and they're not doing nothing. They're doing like main events, or they're doing like stuff like that, and you're paying them good money to sit on the bench and uh, like make some tag teams up or yeah. do something with them. We we need to uh, straight strengthen the tag team division. Like get some of these guys and put them together and see it works. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, we have made some great tag teams over the years of guys that yeah. were friends and, you know, they say because if you have more tag teams and you have more people on the air that's uh, spotlighted instead of single wrestlers because if you put one match on, you're only going to spotlight two guys, and if you put on a tag team, you're going to spotlight four guys. So, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, another bunch of guys, a couple other guys have really, I mean, kind of, uh, really, I would say, caught wind early. However, I mean, guys, I mean, I mean, Sami Zayn, I mean, Owens, obviously, uh, Finn Balor, till he got injured, obviously. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, before the Universal Title situation, he had to drop the title. I mean, he would catch fire so quickly. I mean, the first night, or was I think it was the first night? Yeah, he was on Raw when I was there in Pittsburgh last July when he came into Pittsburgh for the first time, and I saw him. I mean, how many people can they say? Did you beat Roman Reigns your first night on Raw? He did. And people were like, I mean, at the time, some people kind of knew about his history, being from Japan and wrestling over there and in Europe. And then also they knew about his great uh, demonic uh, persona, the, uh, the uh, demon, however, the, the demon king, however, and he just comes up uh, and he just wows everyone. And like I said, I mean... He's been out six months, and I know he's been trying to get back into shape and working hard and getting back in the gym like Rollins has, however. And Rollins is another guy who's caught fire. But uh, like I said, however, I think um, right now, however, hmm, I don't know. I mean, it's early to say this. I mean, I would like to see, if it wasn't for Seth and Triple H fighting this year, however, I would like to see Seth and uh, Finn rehash their feud because I still think there's still mileage out of that feud that they really quite didn't touch upon before the injury. And it would be nice, but now I think you have to put that on the back burner for a while, at least for the time being. But down the road, you're going to see those two again find a way to get on uh, scrap with each other. Because I still think there's still uh, a lot of miles left in that feud with those two, because I think they had something going with them until the injury last year. We'd have to make Seth heal again, or maybe make Finn heal. Right. Like, oh, yes. I would agree. Yeah, like I would agree. Finn uh, join the club. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I mean. There's all the talk about Samoa Joe coming up, and I, I'm, I'm just waiting to see him come up to the main roster. And like I said, I would love to see him and Cena in a match. If they don't have anything for Cena this year at WrestleMania, which right now it seems like they don't have anything on the table yet, they could do it this year. I mean, this would make sense to uh, have... Uh, we'll have Samoa Joe eliminate Cena. Right, exactly. Start it that way. And then have Cena continue the anti-heel rants. And then, I mean, as much as Joe's a heel in this, how if Joe is a heel, Howard, you're going to have to, at least for a little bit, Howard, just have to tell him to go face Howard, to face me, be a face against Cena, Howard, unless you do heel Cena versus Cena. Cena awesome, I don't know if you've seen that promo last week, on, or this, was it this week? Yeah, it was this yeah. week. I, I saw it today. I watched it this morning. Yeah, I watched it early this morning. Come on, so, Indigo, heel, full heel, come on. He, he's got it right now. I mean, more and more, he's just... 
he's ready he's ready to come out of it finally. It's about time he's no longer the happy, chirpy, smiley, uh, you-can't-see-me, Mr. Hand-waving, uh, shirt-throwing, uh, cap-tossing guy. This is the angry young scene. This is the angry scene that's been waiting to come out of his shell for quite some time, and I think, at least for now, they've got something here. Hopefully, they've got something cooking for him at the moment. And turn, him, turn him back to the Sargonomic uh, one. Yeah, why not? I mean, if if they're going to do something like that, yeah, exactly. Why not go well, that you way? You know what I would do? I think I said this before, but I hate to repeat myself, but uh, have them bring up a few NXT guys and yeah. him be the leader of a new heel group, and you could call it, I don't know, but uh, have him pull up, uh, who could you pull up? Yeah, oh, you too. I pull up a Canadian connection. Uh, yeah. Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and Ty Dillinger. Yeah, that would be good. You could do that. Yeah, that would be really good. Well, like I said, we'll see. I mean, I mean, I, I don't see Cena. Cena's not going to be wrestling much longer as it is, I see. Because, I mean, right now, however, I think it's... Well, he's doing the... And it's funny because he always bitched at The Rock for doing movies and doing shit, and he's not, uh, like, a part-timer. He's becoming becoming that now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to tell Chad this tonight. This is kind of a off-the-subject uh, story I just saw today. The co-founder of the Allman Brothers committed suicide the other day. What? Yeah. Butch Trucks apparently shot himself in the head the other night in his condo, West Palm Beach. He was 69. Apparently, he was in his house with his wife at the time, and they said how he pulled a pistol out and shot himself in the head right then and there. Police were called, and so was Damien. They tried to uh, resuscitate him, even though he was massively bleeding. They could not save him. He was only 69. So, the co-founder of the Helm Brothers, yes, Butch Trucks. uh, The other guy alive? No, he died too, right? Who's that? The other guy in the Allman Brothers, he died or no? He, uh, Greg Allman, I know, is still around. Um, in fact, I watched a piece of him about a month ago, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I forget which one it was. It was, it was two guys at the uh, Allman Brothers. I know Greg Allman's still around. I mean, he's been clean and sober now for, I think he said in the interview I watched him uh, recently, however. Uh, he has, been, I think, clean, been clean and sober for the last... Um, 15, 20 years, I'm going to say. 20 years, maybe. I'm looking at here. Uh, there's wiki file right now. Uh, let's see, personal life. Uh, uh, yeah, it says here, however, uh, personal life, however. As of uh, uh, 2007, however, he was diagnosed with hepatitis C. It was laying dormant for a while, and it says he was worn out to sleep 10 or, 11, 10 or 11 hours a day, 2 or 3 hours. However, he had a liver transplant in 2010. Uh, actually, he recorded his new album, however, Southern Blood, with producer Don Wass at Fame Studios in Alabama. It is set to be released sometime this month, however. And like I said, he is... He just turned 69 a month ago, believe it or not. And uh, the other guy you were talking about uh, passed away. Devin Allman's still around, okay. There was another... Let's see, which one of the... Hold on, I'll tell you which one. Um, Brothers Band. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Uh, Johnny Johnson, he's still around. Uh, let's see. I know there was a guy, however, who, like I said, however, let's see, uh, personal. I'm trying to find out. Uh, like I said, they started in 1965, believe it or not, however, and then their debut was in 1969. Uh, let's see here. And let's see, Joseph Red Dog Campbell, that sounds familiar to me. Yes, he passed away in February of 2011. A month before his birthday, how he was. Oops, wait a second. He was twenty sixty-eight. He would have been sixty-nine a month later. He was the um, he was uh, 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 Zach Ward played the character of him. He, like I said, like I said, he. Like I said, he heard he was one of the guys. I guess. Like I said, he was the uh, roadie for them. And let's see, any other guys? Uh, Raymond Oakley, of course, passed away at 24. I think he was on drugs when he passed away. or No, he was involved in a motorcycle accident. Just three blocks from where Wayne Allman had his accident the week before. He was driving around the sharp bend. It says here, he crossed the line of the city bus, making bend from an opposite direction. He was thrown from his bike just as Allman had been was struck in his head. Uh... He uh, declined medical treatment and caught a ride home. Three hours later, he was rushed to the hospital and died of brain swelling. Believe it or not, he was only 24. Oh. Yeah, it was back in November of 72. Uh, that was, again, Barry Oakley. Was that Barry Oakley? Yeah, right, yeah, Barry Oakley. Let's see. There's a couple other ones left the group. Uh, Butch Trucks, the one I just mentioned from today, he was the drummer. Like I said... Um, Chuck Lavelle, he's still around. He he'll be 65 this year in April. Uh, da, 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 Lamar Williams, that name's familiar. He passed away in January of uh, 1983. Uh, he uh, died of uh, lung cancer at 34, less than a week after his birthday in 1983. Believe it or not, uh, Dan Toller. Uh, passed away in February of 2013 at the age of 64 uh, of ALS, believe it or not. Uh, who else has been in the group? Warren Haynes, uh, he's still around. He's 56. He's been jamming with them since 82. He's 22. Start with them. Johnny Neal, N-E-E-L, uh, he's 62. Believe it or not, he's been in the group since 66. Al Woody, uh, died in August of 2000. He was 44, and he died of, uh, uh, he, it says no cause of death, however, but, uh, like I said, however, he, uh, was the guy who, uh, decided to leave the group in 97, however, and played, uh, 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 part of that, he played in a group called Montage with Peter Chris and the Chris, uh, Henridge Alliance and was found dead in August of 2000 at the Marriott Courtyard Motel in Queens, New York. They didn't say it was a heart attack or anything, but he was only 44 with the group when he died. Um, Mark Quinones, uh he has uh, been around with the group since 1979. doesn't say his age or anything like that. He's been with them. Uh, Bumbridge, O.T.O. Bumbridge, 52, has been playing with them since 89. He'll be 53 this year. Uh, Jack Pearson, 
65. He passed away uh, at the age of 85, however, believe it or not, with the group. And uh, he, uh, that's the way his bio looks. And the last guy is Derek Trucks, however, who I guess was the brother of the one who just passed away, however, and he is only 37, believe it or not. So there's been quite a bit of guys at the Allman Brothers who have left us, believe it or not. And like I said, the latest is uh, Butch Trucks from earlier this week. I'm going to do the plug. Uh, 1-724-444-7444. The ID number is 140562. That's right, right? Yes. Press pound, press 1. And you can talk to King Ice right now. So what else do you want to chat about? Well, let's see. I mean, besides the Rumble, besides NXT, I mean, we got the Hall of Fame, of course, already. Three guys have been listed already, uh, like I said, however. And uh, we are still uh, hearing that there could be some more big names thrown in. And I was going to ask you, who do you, I mean, we've talked about before. I mean, they have already announced uh, Kurt Angle's one of the Hall of Famers, and we've also heard DDP and Rick Root are going in. I mean... How many more guys? A female, and you need a a tag team. Yeah, I was gonna say, who do you think would be fitting to fill those spots? Um, for a female, I would say China. Yeah, I think China is well deserved. Yep, no doubt. A tag team. Um, Drawing a blank for tag teams. So what, do you, what tag team do you think they should put in? If they're going to put a tag team in, I would say you go with someone like old school. I mean, the Midnight Express maybe, possibly, or maybe the British Bulldogs. I mean, they are talking still about the Bulldog going in, and all in all and hard, you could do that. Yeah, you could do that. I'd like to see the Bulldog or Owen Hart. The only thing in with Owen Hart, his wife won't let him unless she's going to finally break down and let him in. Yeah, I mean, if they can do anything like they said in the past, if they can do what they did with Lanny Poffo, however, did with Randy Savage, Lanny Poffo, I'm sure, pleaded. Pleaded to no end, however, unless it was someone else in the Poffo family. No, it was Lenny Poffo that oh, let him in. But it was for years Lenny Poffo was stopping um, Randy from going in because he wanted him and his dad to go in as a trio. Yeah. And that, that's, no. a, that's another good question. I mean, as far as legends, who do you put in? You know, who's yeah, a big legend um, to put in this year? I mean, I mean, if Lanny, like I said, if Lanny can stop, I mean, if Lanny stopped his brother from going in before he finally went in after Lanny passed away, however, and fought with Vince, however, about this until Vince finally said it was. I mean, he finally gave in and said, okay, we'll put him in, however. Then well, maybe he, he did it for the fans, he said. So, right. So know, if they're going to I mean, do that for the fans, how? why can't they? I mean, I know Martha's a stingy old bat and everything like that, but why can't they just, I mean, yes, it's been 15, 16 years since that unfortunate night in Kansas City. It's time to just, I mean, time's healed all wounds, as they say. However, I mean, yes, it still hurts, and yes, we're still kind of affected by it, but I mean, Brett has uh, done some outside projects with the company. Then, even though at first there was some talk that he and Vince would not really see eye to eye and things, but 
if if him and Vince can come to terms, how I would really accept Owen Stephan. I mean, it was tough for Brett, I'm sure, to talk about on the DVDs that he came out with. And Vince probably said, just speak from your experience and speak from the heart, how I and tell us how Owen really was, how Then why can't they just say, okay, it's time to put you in, however, mind you. Now we'll put your brother in, you know, and we'll give you a chance now to put Owen in. Well, I don't know why these, like, people like Martha and all of them are stopping um, stuff because you could, you know, you could do more DVDs of Owen. And oh, God, yes. I mean, that, that DVD, more, oh. the first one that came out was so good. You're right. They could do another one. You're right. I mean, I mean, this year I know they're coming out with some. I mean, right now, I mean, what other DVDs can they and federations? I mean, they could do. I mean, like I said before, I mean, they've done a few in the past, Howard. That, I mean, with all the libraries they own from like Mid South and Memphis and Georgia and Tennessee and ECW and the old NWA. I mean, yes, you've done some of the old Nitros in there. We've talked about this even on the debate, however. I mean, you could add more to the show, however, and add to the. Uh, matter of opinion, you could just say, okay, we have more in the library that we can add and say, okay, here you go. We'll just say, you know what, we're going to add this uh, to our library, Howard. We'll add it to our collection. I mean, we have it in our collection, but we'll let you, the fans, see it for the first time, however. Like I said, they did Mid-South. They've done one AWA. I mean, they had quite a bit of the ECW uh, repertoire, and they exposed that quite well with the DVDs they came out with in ECW. So, I mean, they could do so much more, Howard, and adding into uh, letting people watch. Besides watching on the network, you can see it and get it for yourself, you know. Yeah, I wanted to also say uh, I got the Fight Network, and uh, it's, uh, it shows, like, so much wrestling, like, from around the world, like Mexican, uh, the CMLL and the right. AAA. AAA. Yeah, AAA. Yeah, and then uh, the ICW, where a bunch of the – the U the UK uh the UK guys came from. Mm-hmm. Um they got like a small ring. Um mm-hmm. and they the Mexicans, man, I was watching a show the other night and they they do some crazy ass shit. Um but uh it's got like New Japan wrestling. Yeah, I was gonna talk about New Japan. You talked we talked about it a little bit last week. My dad my dad actually is starting to watch that now, believe it or not. Oh, on Friday. He's, he's not a big wrestling fan, is he? He is a little bit, but I mean, whenever I mean, he on Friday nights, if you usually it flip back, it depends on what's on. However, if it's hockey or baseball, or whatever, or basketball, whatever. Sometimes, however, if Shark Tank's in a repeat, however, he tapes Shark Tank and catches it the next day. However, watches it on DVR. But he told me uh, a couple of weeks ago how, and you told me about it last week. However, to come down one time, and that was the one time I had to go downstairs to do something quick before he went to sleep one night. So he tells me this about a month ago. He says, do you ever see this before? I said, no, I heard about it. He said, well, just watch it for a couple seconds. Okay. So he and I watched it for a couple of seconds. He says, can you believe this stuff in Japan? I said, oh, I know. It's crazy. You know? It's crazy. So, I mean, go figure, you know? I mean, I mean, Japan, I mean, still has, I mean, to me, Japan, besides having it on AXS television, how I mean, should, I mean, they used to have, I remember back in the day, I think when I was a kid, they used to have, once in a while, however, on uh, this one network in Pittsburgh that was lucky enough to show the old Japanese Bowery death matches, but they stopped showing it, and then they just uh, show WCCW instead. Whenever uh, SNL uh, was, like, uh, on or when they were going up against Saturday's main event back in the day. And now I get TNA 
I'm watching yeah. that right now. There you go. There you go. Oh, it's only four bucks a month. It's called the Fight Network. I don't know if you guys get that in the states or not. Uh, I think so. no, I don't think we do. No, but I have heard about it. Yes, I know a few of the people. Uh, uh, like you said, up in your neck of the woods, do get it. And yeah, I heard it, it is very, very big. However, to say the least. Well, it's four bucks. I wanted to get the TNA, but it, well, I seen they had ROH on there and they had the New Japan, and like I can't catch that unless it's unless it's <laughs> on uh, like on online, but online kind of crappy sometimes. Yep. Like, it freezes up and shit, so I wanted to get this uh, channel. It's only four bucks a month, so I said, ah, why not? But I didn't yeah. know how much wrestling would be on here. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I hear you. Don't mind me. I'm just uh, puttering around here, just looking at some old stuff right now. I'm just watching today, however... Uh, and tonight on WCW US Revolution will be another inductee to the Hall of Fame. And we right now have... we got a triple threat. Uh, I don't know if it's for the tag team titles or not, but it's uh, the Heart Broken Hardies versus DCC versus Decay. Hmm. That should I, be a good one. I, I don't know if it's for the titles or not, because well, uh, DCC had the briefcase they could challenge. Well, talking about the Hardys, let me ask you this. Do you see the Hardys coming back to WWE with this whole crazy gimmick, maybe? Well, WWE wanted Matt to come back as a broken Hardy, so yeah. I say bring him back as the Hardy Boys. Put him in Hall of Fame next year or the year after. Yeah, sure. Because they're yeah. a great tag team. Oh, yes. They've had some great moments of the I years. think uh, the fans would love the Hardys to come back. Actually, you know, the team, I was just thinking, they could put in this year as far as tag team. I mean, I mentioned them in Express, obviously, but if they don't put the Express in, but if they want to put a good team in this year, I think the Dollies ought to go in. This is their time. Yeah. Fine. You can do that. But I think Bubba might be. I never yeah. heard of him wrestling. Um, I don't know if he's going to go back to TNA or. Yeah, that's. that's oh, good. one thing I did see that brought. It's old, though. Like, I don't think he's still with the company, but Kevin Sullivan was in the ROH. Hmm. He was what? in a group with uh, Steve Carino and uh, I can't think of their names. They were all being demented or whatever. Hmm. Kevin Sullivan has not wrestled, I think, maybe in at least 15 years. I mean, he's always been, like, the agent, however, behind the scenes. He was that way. Well, he's not wrestling. He was... Like, just there, because he's Kevin Sullivan, right? Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, that's that's one guy I can never see go into any type of Hall of Fame. I mean, despite his background and everything like that. No, I mean, yeah. he's not welcome in WWE at all. Yeah, he, he will never be welcome, because first off, he wrestled mostly in WCW in Florida. He was in the Florida Territory. Number two, the way his attitude was with certain superstars who were in WCW that moved to WWE, however, and even when he was in that brief time for ECW, not many people found him uh, very uh, pleasing to work with. Well, pleasing, I shouldn't say pleasing, but not uh, good enough to work with. I mean, a lot of people had some very mixed emotions of his uh, attitude in the ring. I mean, they said both inside and outside. I mean, he was really a very strange, very unusual individual, to say the least. And it's true. I mean, yeah. he was, he was, he was, he was a little 
He's a little uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, let's just say. But, I mean, the only thing that Sullivan can only hold to his name with with his title, I mean, is the Dungeon of Doom. I mean, that's the only thing he's really known for. I mean, other than what he did in Florida back in the 80s, however, as far as after what he did after he uh, got out of WCW, I mean, when he fought Ben Juan, those guys, I mean, he was an agent in charge, and like I said, he always pissed off the younger guys, and he was always seen hobnobbing with the big boys, and like the, um, I mean, granted, he was a mid-mid Carter, and sometimes he would go up a notch, but he was always like uh, kowtowing to Hogan and Nash and Sting and those guys and Luger and Flair, and they would all find a way to just tell uh, Sullivan how uh, they asked him, like, they, they, Sullivan told them, how oh, this is the way it's going to be, this is the way we want it to be, how, and some of them were uh, getting big races out of Sullivan. I mean, that's the problem with why WCW went out of business. It wasn't, everyone says, oh, it's because of Bischoff, because of Russo, and the way uh, Russo came in and tried to be Vince McMahon and tried to do his style of... Uh, I think it was kind of, sort of, like maybe Russo's fall a little bit. Uh, a lot of oh, people yeah. blame uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Hogan for the demise of WCW. I don't think... Maybe they had a little, little. I think it was because of, uh, like, everybody had mm-hmm. uh, guaranteed contracts mm-hmm. while all the big guys did, anyways. They had. Uh, well, the big guys control. had the. Right, the big guys had the guaranteed deals, and they would just find a way to just basically uh, find a way to not tell the other guys, tell the uh, younger generation guys, like the Jerichos, the Benoit, the Guerreros, and that, how. If you think you're going to get over on me, you have another thing coming, Howard. It's in my contract saying I have no uh, reason whatsoever to put over you, Howard, and not give you the accolades you deserve, Howard. I'm just going to bury you in any way I see fit. Well, you know what? I'd like to see a match. Since Goldberg is uh, going to be around for a while, it seems Mm -hmm. he added more dates to his contract. Yes. How about you do Jericho versus Goldberg? Do it right this time, though. Yes, why not? Sure, yeah. Because I think the way it ended in WCW, it was done okay to an extent, but at the same time, however, it just, I think there was a lot of problems that both guys just never seemed to really click, you know? Well, Goldberg thought he wasn't that big a star, but now, like, 15 years later, Jericho is a big star. Oh, Jericho's become a bigger star since then. I mean, Jericho in the last 20 years has become a star from his days working up in uh, S- working at SMW to the ECW time he had, which he wasn't too bad at ECW. I mean, he had some good matches there, and then of course uh, he had some. Uh... You're right. I mean, it could it could work this time. Let's just hope it can work this time. You know. And uh, I don't know how far. Oh, I guess Jericho did sign a new contract a couple yeah. weeks ago, but in the spring or summer he's probably going to do the Fozzy. Uh, Fozzy thing again, so yeah, probably going to be maybe drop the U.S. title to Goldberg, like Goldberg's talking about run at the world title, but right, I think he's going to get lost in the shuffle there. Yeah, um, I think so too. There's too many, you know, um, younger guys uh, going for that title. So uh, he did say he wanted one more run. So why not put him uh, right. for the U.S. title because he. He held that. That was his first title, I think, he held. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I mean, Jericho, I mean, granted, he has wrestled 20-plus years. He's in his mid-40s, however. I mean, who knows how many more years he wants to keep wrestling. I mean, yes, he probably still enjoys it, but at the same time, he also enjoys music, too. And he hasn't done music for a while, and I know that's why he's going back on the road now 
this summer, like you said, for a while, probably just to um, do some hits and uh, just uh, take a break from us because he hasn't, I think, been back in music for about about two, three years now, and he's been just doing a full-time, mostly schedule. However, now with him maybe thinking about uh, going back to doing part-time again, however, that leads us to wonder how much more time is he going to want to stay in the ring for. The Hardys won that match uh, because Crazy Steve uh, blue green mist in uh, Eddie Kingston's eyes. Oh, jeez. What does he think he is? The Great Mood or something? Jesus. Yeah. What is this, 1989? Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> That's another guy who I think they could eventually put in the Hall of Fame at some point, however, hopefully. It would be nice to see him get his... I mean, I don't know. I'm just looking Ooh. at... Muda. I'm looking at a picture right now. This is so funny. On the Place to Be Nation website, this is from Christmas, uh, just about a month ago, there's a picture of uh, Tori Wilson as one of Santa's little helpers. Tajiri is Santa and has his head looking up at Austin. Austin's just sitting on his lap with his white t-shirt and has a big grin on his face. And Tajiri's like, uh, why are you sitting on my lap? And there's Dev off to the side with a shitty grin. I'm like, really? And then there's another picture I'm seeing of uh, Vince in a Santa cap with his blue old suit of the WWF logo. And Jesse Ventura dressed up as Santa Claus with a beard and everything. So, uh, like I said, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, I mean, this, I think once we know what, ha- after what happens this week, I think by the end of this week, we're going to get a pretty clear idea where they're going to go between for WrestleMania, because I think we always seem to find that way. But everyone's saying, oh, it'll be a few more weeks, it'll be a few more weeks. No, I think by Sunday night, by Monday, probably morning, but Monday, we'll know which guys are have punched their tickets, so to speak. Like I said, I think we're going to start seeing the build-up card for WrestleMania probably start being built up on Raw and Laredo. And like I said, even though SmackDown's a few weeks, uh, has a few weeks to build up. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, Elimination Chamber. That leads me to wonder. I mean, if AJ does retain on Sunday, however, somehow, some way, and I think he will, then who's going to be the next thought in line? Who's going to be the next person that challenges him? You know. Um. Yeah, because they kind of went through like everybody pretty quickly. Like mm-hmm. uh, Dean Ambrose, now yep. he's the IC champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolph Ziggler is a heel now, so um, yeah. Unless, well, Baron Corbin's more set for a heel. I wouldn't turn him face just yet. No. Um, You're pretty well stuck, like, um, and like, like, uh, unless you bring up some NXT guys to challenge, mm. uh, right? Well, we'll see. We will I'd see. Like to see uh, Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Yeah, you could do that. That that would be pretty neat. I'd like to see that happen. That would be pretty cool to watch. I mean, those two would be uh, very well with each other. Like I said, you could. Uh, He's that for a while, and then after Nakamura does his thing, how you could have, uh, like I said, maybe Nakamura taking on, uh, possibly maybe if, if Cena doesn't take on Samoa Joe, you could have Nakamura and Samoa Joe at WrestleMania, and then uh, you're uh, supposedly, like I said earlier, I mean, like I said in the news hour, they are kind of uh, talking about AJ and Shane McMahon, and it's like, really? Yeah, but, uh, like, that, I don't know, that kind of, like, why would you want it, like, why would, Shane McMahon want to wrestle anymore. I think, right? You know, he went and did the cage last year. Um, 
like because if he does a AJ, yeah, and it's for the title. Like if it's for the title, if Shane McMahon don't need to be going for the title, no. um, you're holding and talking about holding guys down. That would be a, a spot for like somebody else. But yeah. uh, but if you do a match, you'd have to do a big match, something um, where he can fly off of because exactly. that's what Shane McMahon does. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we'll see. We will see. Time will tell. Well, it should shape up. The Rumble should give us give us some more impression of what feuds are going to happen. And yep. Well, time will tell, as they say. Time will tell. And tomorrow night, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we said, however, since it is Hall of Fame week, there will be a very special celebrity portion added to the Hall of Fame. Yes, uh, two people will go in the celebrity Hall of Fame wing Yes. tomorrow night, so don't miss that. And don't miss tonight on Wolfpack, will be another member of WCW US going into the Hall of Fame. Right now we have Dan Geronimo, uh a.k.a. the franchise. Yes. Uh, the showstopper, Fonzie. Yes. I don't know. That, what was it called? What's Fonzie? Fonzie works, though. What? Fonzie works, though. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and last night, we put in the greatest tag team ever. Yes. King Ice, me and JD. We're double Hall of Famers. Yes, we are. And then tonight, we'll put in somebody else. And then Saturday night, we're going to have our uh, Attitude Radio slash NXT uh, show. Um, yes. We're going to have, right off the bat, as soon as we get on, we're going to have to do the the predictions right yeah. away because then, yeah. then I'm going to have live updates. And we can talk about um, some highlights of the matches as they're going on. Yes. I can tell you uh, what's going on, who's winning or whose uh, yes. stuff, because uh, I, I get the network, so we can do That's fine. A we live can do show. that. That'll work. Yep, that's fine. All right. Well, we were going to do a pre-show, like 7 to 8 or something, but I thought, well, why don't we just do it from 8 to 10, and we can do it. Yep. Do have, everyone, have everyone follow us along. Yep, exactly. That works. All right. Do you have anything else to say, or...? Nope, that's about it. I'll be on a little bit, and uh, pretty good from there. Alrighty then. Well, we'll close her out. And, yes. Uh, say goodbye. And, uh, alrighty, I'm gonna put some theme theme music on, and then we'll close her out. All right, sounds good.
another episode of Top Heel Inc. Players in the game are as the following, JD the Iceman and the King NWO GTS, King Ice. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring. Trying to end it. Alright, take your time. Didn't you have this problem while back? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had... Yeah, it won't end it. Hmm. Come on. They don't want to send it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Wait a second. Uh, might have to close down the window. Is that what you do? Yeah, I've done close that a few times. Close down the window and reopen it? Yeah. Try that, however, and see what you can do. Okay. And then, like I said, I'll be... Actually, why don't you take care of that? I'll be on in a little bit. All right. Bye, bye. Okay, later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.